This is a lockdown Booty call A lockdown Welcome to episode two of Lockdown Booty Calls. My name is Robin Booth, and today I'm talking to singer-songwriter LX. Now, I've known LX for a long time now, maybe eight or nine years. She's always done things her own way in the music industry. She's naturally gifted, but has a very, very strong work ethic as well. We discussed the effects of these uncertain times on mental health for performers, and also chatted about how setting challenges can help you stay focused and creative. If you enjoy this podcast, please do share it and check out the other episodes. It's available as a webcast too, and you can find that on YouTube. LX, welcome to Lockdown Booty Calls podcast. Thank you so much for agreeing to be a guest. I'm very much looking forward to this. First of all, how are you and where are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. And I am at home. You're at home. Okay. Can you uh, elaborate on that slightly? For those of you who are, who are watching, you'll notice a very interesting background. That is not your normal house. It's not a, a line drawn house. Or is it? Maybe. How dare you? This is my house. See, can't you see that that is more than that behind me? There are 3D elements to my 2D house. Oh, no, well, no, yeah. uh, for reals. I, I have a very ugly, messy looking room behind me. So, I enjoy creating some different backgrounds on Zoom. It's it's one of my favourite pastimes. And this is a 2D room, which is actually something that I am in the middle of creating for real. Um, I'm building a studio in my garden and the whole design is based around this 2D style. So every single line in my new studio is going to be painted with a black outline. Why not? It's your studio. You can you can do what you want, really. But that is a really useful yeah. lockdown hack because I imagine there are lots of people who are on Zoom meetings and Zoom conferences and everything. But if you put enough effort into researching your background, you can get away through this whole quarantine period without doing any tidying or cleaning in your house. Is basically what you're saying. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, although we actually have had to tidy. Um, we we had some people filming in the house on Monday and it forced us to clean many many a space in our house that's the the one problem with open plan is like if you've got if if you've got one room that's messy say your kitchen it's okay because you can go and hang out in the living room but when it's open plan it's like mm, the kitchen the, the room, room is messy yeah exactly the room oh, so annoying so so you either need to be tidier or have some walls put in that's going to be a, yeah. a lesson <laughs> i think though if we put walls thing. in i'd just be in a in a little box a coffin sized box that i'd have to wander around in so you're in west london yes at the moment and are you how, trying to get my my postcode or something i i already have your postcode and maybe you can share that with one lucky listener <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> okay then maybe, no maybe no, no. <laughs> cancel that right now <laughs> But are you, um, what, what have you got around you? What are your comfort items or your necessary items for this weird period? So I, I'm a musician, so basically instruments. Instruments and studio equipment, that's what I collect and that's what keeps me happy. So as long as a laptop, a working laptop, that's the number one most important thing for lockdown. If you haven't got a working laptop, I salute you. I, don't, I just don't know how people do without one. 
it may, I guess that's what having my laptop makes me feel like everything's normal. But when, when the laptop goes down, you just don't want to be around me. Then you're really alone and nobody I'm truly alone. <laughs> exactly. I'll grow a beard like you. <laughs> yeah, this has nearly come off, actually. I've almost gone completely bonkers and thought, oh, how can I make this world a better place? Maybe shave everything. But uh, well, well, you know, um, I heard that like beard hair and stuff is quite good for birds building nests and things like that. So you might help something. So it's my way of giving back. I should go out yeah, and stand yeah, in the garden and just take everything off. Yeah. Alex, you're normally always busy. Whenever I speak to you, you're either jetting around the world, playing different concerts in all sorts of different countries, or you're recording, or you're writing. What would you normally be doing right now if we weren't under lockdown? Well, I would have had some gigs coming up. Um, I'm featuring on, uh, on there's a, a duo called The Prototypes and I'm featuring on their next record. And the song that I've done with them is set to be a single and that would have been coming out about now. And we had a couple of sold out shows that we would have been playing. Um, and I was super hyped for that. But now of course they've put, the, I think all the dates have been kind of pushed back now. and. Who knows what's happening? I'm just hoping that they still release the song, to be honest. Um, I think that's one of yeah. the things that um, artists or creatives are having to adapt to with just the general unknown gigs being cancelled, theatre yeah. being cancelled, everything yeah. live being cancelled. And if that's what you live for, it is a mm -hmm. very weird and slightly scary period. But you are, you are you doing anything? Are you adapting? Are you evolving in order to stay creative? Um, so I have uh, this at the start of this year, I made a kind of plan, which was my 2020 plan, which actually is still in motion, even though lockdown and all of this stuff has happened. So I'm releasing a song on the 20th of every second month. And then on the months in between, I'm putting out an acoustic version of that song. So um, I just released, I think it was just last week, um, 20th of April, or I guess that will be two weeks ago. Um, I put out a song called Before I Break, and that is raising some money for a couple of charities. Um, and that, that sort of thing has kept me incredibly occupied. I don't actually feel any less busy in lockdown. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, which charities, just as a matter of interest? Yeah, so that's to uh, Rethink Mental Illness and another one called Shout, which is a crisis text line. So if you're in crisis, the number is 85258. And you just and, text them and they'll text you back advice and things like that. Show well, you. And were these charities that you had done things for in the past or is it particularly in this in this period where mental health matters are even yeah. more prevalent than they were before? Yeah, I mean, mental health is something that I was passionate about anyway. I'd, I was hoping to do some um, seminars and stuff um, at a few businesses about mental health and music and all of that stuff. But of course, that's another thing that got cancelled. But um, yeah, right now, there's, I think I read a stat or something that 60% of musicians are saying that they've had a mental health problem caused by the C word. Um, and so there's a lot of people in, in crisis right now. And my song, Before I Break, is quite an emotional 
um, and challenging song in some ways. And I wanted it to be relatable for people, like, and I didn't want to censor some of the negative thinking that went into that song. I was in a very negative space when I wrote it. So I, I didn't want to remove that because I, I wanted people to feel the ugly truths that they might be living right now. I, I didn't want to hide from it, basically. Um, I wanted them to see the true version of what you're trying to put into the song without any sort of airbrushing or post-production. When I say post-production, yeah. post I didn't want to soften process. it. Yeah. Um, but I also, I was also actually genuinely a little bit scared that having a song with these negative sentiments might actually cause a negative impact on someone. You know, everybody was telling me to put out cheerful songs and I was like, oh, I'm about to put out a, a bit of a, a hard, hard one. But as I say, um, I wanted the people that are going through this to have something to relate to and to feel like they're less alone because they're hearing their story in a song or whatever. And if I softened that, or if I kind of denied that I was having these negative thoughts, then it would, it would not help anybody basically. But at the same time, I was like, if this song is something that people are going to listen to in a difficult time, then I need them to know that not only are they not alone by hearing the song and hearing that there's somebody that's feeling the same things, but also, hey, make sure that you go to Rethink or go to Shout to get some actual help if you need it. Because that's the thing that when you're in this dark space, you often don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want to reach out to anyone. You know, you want to, I know that when I heard the lyrics of my song back, I was kind of thinking, mm, I, 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 surely I didn't think that, do you know what I mean? I was in a dark space and then when you're in the light space, you're like, surely I never had those negative thoughts. Why did I think that way? Like, that's not me. Um, but the thing is that it is all a part of us and I didn't no. want to hide it and I didn't want them to feel like there wasn't somewhere they could go if they were feeling that way. And I think it's, it's very easy in today's world of social media and being selective about what you choose to post and often only mm -hmm. posting the, the good bits and the high moments and it makes everyone's yeah. life look all, all peachy. And we often forget that the low moments affect everybody. And especially, yeah. I, I think I've been, well, I've been chatting to a lot of my friends who lost pretty much everything in the, in the current time. And I think, it's, mm -hmm. I think it's important to talk about these things, which would at times be taboo and everyone's mental health goes up and down. If it doesn't, yeah. you're, you're very, very lucky or lying to people yeah. around you and yourself. So uh, yeah. I think it's good. So um, where can people find this music? Uh, everywhere. So best way is to search my last name, which is EXXE. Um, and the song that's out right now is Before I Break. So if you just search EXXE Before I Break, it will come up. Fantastic. I, I haven't listened to that yet, but I, I will do. Elle, you were saying that you're busier now, almost, than you, you were before the lockdown period. And I'm just wondering how you're managing to stay focused and motivated and how you're able to just keep creating when the world around us is apparently crumbling. Yeah, so it goes a lot to that 2020 project thing because I've got set dates where I need things to come out. Um, so knowing that I have to put music out on the 20th of each month forces me to prepare the artwork, prepare the recordings. Um, and I've been trying to be more self-reliant. So I'm actually recording the piano from home, recording the vocals from home. I'm trying to mix it 
and master it myself, which aren't skills that that I tried before. Uh, I wonder actually if I would have tried them had I not been in lockdown. But yeah, for for anyone else out there, I would definitely recommend creating goals from your your dreams because you can still achieve lots of things in lockdown. There's so much that you can do, like learning skills or but it's learning skills is one thing because i think that's quite hard for people in a in a way because you can't necessarily set deadlines but maybe you can maybe you can say like if you were for example to learn the bass maybe you could say to yourself well on the 20th of may i'm gonna post a video of myself on facebook to my friends playing whatever your favorite bass song is I mean, hopefully you're happy. You have a favorite bass song that's quite easy to play, because <laughs> <laughs> twenty days to learn that might be challenging. But then again, you can take on a challenge right now potentially. So yeah, I would say setting deadlines that have some sort of public accountability, because I would be very embarrassed, for example, if I didn't release my music on the twentieth, having told everyone that I'm releasing the music on the twentieth. Um, especially while everyone's at home and they might actually notice that the 20th might pop up yeah. and they're like, oh, Elle's not released her song today. She said she would do that. That's making me feel slightly nervous about releasing this podcast after, after I've already said uh, uh, it's the launch date. So, uh, yeah. So I, I, I know that you, well, I've known you for what, eight years now, I think, uh, seven yeah. or eight years. Yeah, um, when I was nine years old. When you were nine years old, and I, I was, I'm a bit older than you, I must have been 12 or something like that. But I think it's fair to say that you are a perfectionist. You like to do mm. things your way. You, second best is not good enough. Mm. And I was just wondering, in terms of your creative process, because you, you do have to have routine and you have to be strict sometimes. Yeah. And I just wondering, we were discussing beforehand about doing multiple takes and getting it right. Mm. And do you, do you have a routine in your day to day life at the moment or do you have to do it on feel? The dream is to do option one, <laughs> but option two is what I do. So I wake up probably by 8.30, um, usually because the builder. AM. Yeah, 8.30 AM. <laughs> Usually the builder needs me to give him a power outlet, so I have to go down and... That's not a that. euphemism. <laughs> and then I make myself some breakfast, and I love to watch TV while I eat, so I'll start watching an episode of something. I don't often finish whatever I'm watching. I'll watch like half an hour or something like that. Um, and then I'll go actually no I'll, I think I'll have a coffee and some chocolate after my breakfast and so I'm like ah, oh, you know what maybe I'll watch another 15 minutes of tv and then I wander upstairs and I sit down at my laptop and I look at my emails and I think oh I hate emails and then I'll wander around the house maybe look at my phone oh, oh something's popped up on Instagram let me look at that oh there's a lot of things to look at on Instagram I'll keep looking at this and that's generally how my day begins um, and then there comes a point where I'm like, come on, oh, like you need to get your, get your stuff together and do some bloody work. <laughs> and then I'll work really hard for a few hours. Um, and it depends on what I'm working on. But I, I spend a lot of the day procrastinating. Um, and I, I don't want to lie about it because I know that people listening are so stressed right now looking at other people on Instagram saying, oh, they're so much more productive than me. But the reality is, is you can put 
a video out on Instagram every day and suddenly everyone thinks you're busy every day, but no, these are videos from years ago or whatever, you know. That's interesting. I, in, in episode one of this podcast, I spoke to Paul Stilkey White and his mm-hmm. approach and answer could not have been any more different from yours. Because um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit like you. I am excellent at procrastinating. There's always something that mm. could distract me. And he was just talking about um, ways to limit those distractions and making sure you do have a routine and just the fact of sitting with a pen and paper and actually mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to do one hour of writing every day. And just the, the fact of writing anything yeah. is a start. It's a first draft. It, that's, that's great. And, and I said at the start of this year, I said, right, I'm going to make myself really easy goals. I'm going to do 10 minutes of exercise a day. Because I know that if I do 10 minutes, in reality, I'll probably do half an hour. And then I was like, I'm going to do 20 minutes of practice a, a day. And again, I know once I've started... That I'm on a roll so if I just say I'm gonna do I, to be fair I probably should have said I'm just gonna do five minutes of each of these things and then I might have actually done it but I, I don't know I'm not I'm not somebody that can get into a routine the only thing I can do is brush my teeth every morning and eat breakfast and I brush my teeth and wash my face at night like that's the only routine I have ever managed to get in but that being said I do work incredibly hard when I do work and when I do work and I get into a role, I can't stop working and I'll work until, you know, very late hours or very, I mean, sometimes I just keep working and I forget to sleep or I forget to eat and things like that. It's just an all or nothing type of situation for me, which I'm trying to get out of, but to me, it's not natural to, to have a routine. That's well, that's actually a bit of a relief for me because I've been feeling guilty for not having those creative juices flowing. And it's mm. been it's been quite tricky. And I'm thinking, you know, I've got time on my hands. Why aren't I producing things? Why am I watching things? Why am I in the fridge again for the 12th time today? Mm. It's quite nice hearing uh, that from someone like you who has the ability to create and produce some really fantastic music, but doing it your way. And, yeah. and as I said, going back to the whole social media thing where people are posting how fabulous their lockdown has been and whether it's all about homeschooling and their full timetables or whether yeah. it's they, they're creating stuff or they're doing live streams and look at me, I'm busy and everything I'm yeah. doing is great. So I think that's something to take out of this. If you take anything out of this podcast at all, people who are listening is different people need different approaches and don't be hard yeah. on yourself uh, yeah. if it's not necessarily, if you're not necessarily producing yeah. at the same rate as somebody else. I'm going to flip things around a little bit. Have there been any moments in the last few weeks that have made you question your sanity? I don't think so. I, I feel like I've been quite self-aware, if I'm honest, and aware of when I'm going into a dip and when I'm coming up and things like that. Um, I mean, the most intense moments for me are, you know, a few days before uh, release comes out. So within lockdown, I've had two releases. I had the acoustic version and then I had the um, the Before I Break come out recently. And the, the, the days before those come out, I'm freaking out and I'm kind of like, you know, tense and I can't, but I know that I'm self-aware because I'll even say to Addy, who's living here, um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> your, your, your housemate. My housemate. I spoke to you two Abby. weeks ago. He was your husband, but now, now he's just your housemate. And he's still here. I thought he was. Uh, yeah. 
Can you not go off to some country? I don't has, know. Like. Has this got anything to do with the 8.30 call from the builder every morning? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I kind of just gave him fair warning. I was like, you need to be nice to me for the next three days because I'm going to be losing my mind a little bit. So, you know, you have to just be extra kind to me because if I'm flipping out about something, it's just because I, I have this impending doom upon me, you know. So that's that's the only thing really. And and I suppose in reality, the bit that made me think I was insane about that was that once before I break came out, I had so many people messaging me saying it was like their favorite song that I'd ever released. And I genuinely thought I was gonna get a load of hate for that song. And so hearing that actually people loved it and they were passionate about it and they were sharing it and being so kind, I was just like, why was I so crazy before this? Why was I so worried? And then you know, I've just been proven that I'm I'm silly. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I think sometimes, when, well, when you are a perfectionist, you can be your own worst enemy. Well, I, I know I'm a big fan of your music, so uh, don't be so hard on yourself. I know, I know. It's just that's it's it's a hard. But then you get hard on yourself for being hard on yourself, don't you? You're like, oh, why am I so mean to myself? Oh, I'm so rubbish because I'm so mean to myself. And then you're like, oh, I'm being mean about being mean to myself. What am I <laughs> yeah being inside my head can be a bit frustrating at the best of times staying on the music theme are you listening mm -hmm. to other artists at the moment is there anything that helps you keep motivated or inspired or any particular artist that you may be learning learning from their experiences yeah so my big one is lizzo okay. um i saw her probably about four five four four years ago i think i was playing out at a festival called south by southwest and i'd looked at the listings before i went and i'd heard one of her songs and i was like oh my goodness this girl is amazing um and i went and as much as like i thought she was amazing on record i didn't know what she would be like in real life and seeing her in real life was incredible because she's um yeah, she's, she's a big character and she's a big girl and she had two big girl dancers as well and they do call themselves the big girls, you know what I mean? Um, and they were like twerking and all this stuff and I'd, I'd actually just never seen anything like that before. I was like, oh my goodness, the confidence and these girls are so sassy and strong and all that stuff. Um, so when I got home, I started following her and following her journey and I saw how much work she was doing. She kept releasing song after song that was just top quality and, and the music videos were amazing. And she went on tour with Haim and stuff like that. And I, as much as she was doing all this amazing stuff, to me, I was thinking, well, why isn't she getting the recognition for that? You know, I mean, no one was playing her on radio here. Um, nobody knew who she was here. Uh, I don't know what it was like in America, but it's a big place. I'm guessing most Americans didn't know who she was. Um, and I was just so frustrated seeing that, especially as an artist myself and feeling like I wasn't getting any recognition for what I was doing and I was losing a lot of money doing what I was doing. Um, and so I was in quite a frustrated mindset for myself, but then I felt quadruply frustrated seeing somebody that could rap, that could sing, that was dancing like crazy, that had that X factor and she wasn't getting where she deserved to be. And it kind of made me feel like, well, if she can't do it, then I can't do it. But then I don't know what happened, but 
I think it was last year she had a song called Juice that suddenly started getting played on Radio 1 on Animax show um, and then it was played across all the shows and then I don't know she's just been on this massive role she's won Grammys she's been absolutely everywhere her songs you cannot watch television without hearing her songs in the background. And sync, uh, I was telling you earlier about sync. Sync is when you get your music synchronized to TV adverts and stuff like that. That's a very lucrative space to be because adverts really do pay and movies have big budgets and stuff. So finally musicians actually get paid something. So I just know that she's rolling in money right now and I couldn't be more happy and inspired because I was like, oh wait, I was about to give up because I thought you weren't going to make it, but you did. So I thought, I better start working quickly because I might have taken my foot off the gas when I thought, you know, when I thought there was no chance. But, but she's been my inspiration for, for the last year or two. And so watching that journey over four years where she's obviously got raw talent and doing everything right, but just not being seen and finally mm. gets that, that break she needs. Um, yeah. Is a, that was huge a, for a me. household name. Yeah. And you're talking about, you know, I think she must be 32 now. Um, the, everything was set up against her, really. She was a proper underdog, but with the craziest talent, like so much more talented than so many of the artists you see up there. So but um, maybe didn't quite fit the image of what a... Yeah, who a, knows what it was. Yeah. You know, I mean, now she's being celebrated for it because, of course, there's this huge body positive movement. So it's almost like a benefit. <laughs> but um, I don't know, it's crazy. Well, if you need a slightly um, curvaceous backing dancer for any of your live gigs, I'm more than happy to put in well, the time and effort in the fridge. And, well, you've been uh, there before. Through, I, we, yes, we have been there before. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was an interesting, uh, an interesting day's filming. If you if you haven't seen Alexa's music video for her track lately, which must have been about four years ago now, I think. Something um, like that. Yeah, it. Uh, I do. I must have been sixteen I, then. Then. I yeah, and I must I must have been yeah barely legal myself. So uh, yeah, I do <laughs> urge you to try and check out that fight. No, Google lately by Alex, and you'll see a little cameo from a very dashing drag queen would you say yeah. that it was, a, it was an interesting phase i was playing your I mean, alter ego it's you, very you hard to tell to us apart. <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm yeah <laughs> i don't need to define myself you told me exactly what i should do and exactly what i should I be wearing it was your so, idea so i'm actually yes, wearing um, the same bra that i wore that day me, me too me too there you go that's yeah. that's the number one thing you've got to say on a booty call what are you wearing right <laughs> yes oh yeah did i not ask you that at the start we need to start this again oh well next time <laughs> okay outside of music what what else are you doing i've seen some of your tiktok videos it seems like you mm. are terrorizing addy uh, <laughs> much success what else are you doing to find that balance so other than jumping out on people and surprising them um, I've been doing a thriving Thursday fitness workout with a personal trainer uh, live on Instagram. Um, we started it right at the beginning of lockdown just because it seemed actually credit where credit's due is because I was watching somebody else doing a workout and they were drinking the C word beer. Can you say the C word if it's about the beer rather than the virus? I, I'd have to speak to my legal team about that. I don't <laughs> fully know, but... Uh, the, okay, the, the, the well, they don't endorse me, so like maybe it was Budweiser. And uh, he was doing a workout, and I thought, you know what? Because like, I, I, at that point, just had flicked on my phone and seen them working out, 
and I happened to have just finished my workout and I thought oh you know what I didn't give very much in my workout so maybe I could give a little bit more and I'll follow their workout and it was really fun and I felt way more motivated because I was watching two people doing it live and we could interact like on the on the messages in between breathing bits although when I decided to start doing it I did it with Olu and he's he's like proper hardcore so um he's not really given me many spaces to breathe and like just have banter with people so yeah it's actually a real workout that we do <laughs> and and it's been really good for me just because I, I would love to work out with all of you every week anyway. So I'm just doing the same thing, but I've got the accountability of everybody watching and getting involved and yeah, you're and that's, building that's up every all, week and everyone's getting stronger. So it's, it's quite cool. And that's on all your social media channels. Just on Instagram. Just on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, I'll, I'll be posting yeah. links to all of your yeah, they channels. They can get involved like if they want to come laugh at me sweating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to come and laugh at me sweating, then just send me a message i've got nothing else to do i'm sweating a lot at <laughs> just the moment give the postcode yes yes that that uh, that one lucky person will be getting a postcode prize at the end the postcode lottery is that, is that what the postcode lottery is ah i always wondered so you seem to be coping and adapting quite well with the uh, the lockdown and you've got your own way of staying creative and focused and inspired how do you think the whole face of the industry and performing general will will have to evolve as a result of what's been going on. Yeah, um, I'm, quite, I'm quite scared for the future right now. Um, there's a lot of venues and things that are gonna be going bankrupt during this time, because um, how they pay staff, how they pay their rent, all of that stuff, it's just a nightmare for them. Um, also, I, I've never really seen music as competitive, but in reality, when we come out of lockdown, every artist, every band will be wanting to gig. So to try and get gigs, I don't know how I'm gonna get gigs even, you know, festivals and stuff like that. If the, if the festivals had lineups for this year, most of those lineups are then probably gonna be booked for next year. And just transferred then, over, yeah. But then what about all the other artists, you know? And, and also because of this lockdown, more and more people have been writing and recording. So everybody's going to be releasing. Everybody's going to be trying to get on all of the festivals. And I don't know, it, it actually makes me feel just a little bit sick thinking about it. And the, actually the other thing is, is that I've got quite used to this hermit life. I think secretly I've been training all my life for lockdown and that's why I'm kind of doing okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I, I've got paranoia, maybe hypochondria, about the idea of maybe um, feeling a bit agoraphobic when all this ends. And, you know, act I'm glad to be talking to you, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't know if I'm, what am I going to be like? I've not spoken to a group of people in forever. Like, will I know how to have normal conversations with people? Am I going to have mad social anxiety? Like, I, I actually just feel like staying in my house for the rest of my life now. It's like and just little things like remembering to put clothing on the lower part yeah. of your body when you yeah. leave the house. You know, I'm, know. I'm very much in Zoom mode, and I mean, I, it's nice my, to be all, all free and open. You can see my knee. Do you want to see my knee? <laughs> oh well, for those of you listening to the podcast, um, I don't know. It's quite an interesting, <laughs> interesting little uh, bonus you've got for the. Uh, I've got socks on. Check it. Check, check, <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah check for those listening to the podcast please do check out the uh, the webcast version of this where a little, little treat it's like going back to a uh, victorian uh, era where i've got your tongue twisted just showing too, too much ankle yeah wow lost for words not great for a podcast but uh, thank thank you for that that's put a smile it's on my pleasure. face it's a pleasure we are very near the end of this podcast. I've really enjoyed speaking to you. I think we it's should speak more often as well, yeah. just purely to remember how to speak to people outside I'm of Exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've just released Before I Break a few weeks ago. Yeah. And presumably, what's, are you going to do the acoustic version? Yeah, of so the acoustic, yeah, you've caught on to it already. So in... 20 days or well actually no it won't be 20 days when this comes out so the 20th, it's on the 20th of may the yeah that's the best of way may. of doing it so check out the the full version of before i break already yeah. and then on the 20th yeah. of may you can the see piano the, version the piano version uh, i'll be looking forward to that and then do you know what the next one is going to be i do Are you shall i tell you what shared? it's called oh yes please do it's called good to be me Good to me being you. Good to be We're having some digital issues where my um my Your a, tongue doesn't work. There's a connection breakdown between my brain and my mouth. <laughs> Good to be me. Yeah. Oh, it's been a long week, hasn't it? Oh, okay. And is that a a heartfelt one, or is it a bit more upbeat? Or well, there can be both, obviously. But is it? It probably to... is both. I mean, it is a heartfelt one, but it's a happy one. So, okay. you know, before I break was a bit of a sad one. Good to be me is definitely a happy one. Great. I look forward to that. I will be checking that out as soon as I press stop record on this. Good luck checking it yes. out when it's not yes. released. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been an interesting one, hasn't it? Um, what day is it? Uh, where am I? Thursday. Um, There's, it's Friday. <laughs> Alex, before we leave you, do you have any words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our listeners, especially relevant for this lockdown period? I think it's just to stay grounded. Um, and my way of doing that, and I never thought that I'd be the one to, to sh shout about affirmations, but for me, that's what I do. And it resets my brain just like that. Um, and I feel better instantly is I just say to myself, I sing every day, I dance every day, I laugh every day. And if, if it doesn't work the first time, I say it a few more times to myself. And as long as I am singing every day, laughing every day and dancing every day, how bad can life be? I think that's a very good little motto to live life by. <laughs> I think it is like scientifically proven, the chemicals that dancing and laughing and all of that stuff release is gonna make you feel better. And you can't argue with science. It's one thing we've learnt, I hope. <laughs> Have so, you tried injecting disinfectant? Um, <laughs> not recently. <laughs> My university days were quite wild, but uh, we won't go into that. And uh, that may probably be a completely lost reference anyway by the time this goes out. But uh, yeah, don't, for those people who are listening, <laughs> don't inject yourself with disinfectant. That's the, uh, yeah, there's maybe four things to take out of this. Sing every day, laugh every day, dance every day. Don't inject yourself with disinfectant. <laughs> Okay. Can that be, be the title person. of this? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's that. We're changing the name of the podcast. <laughs> Lovely. Um, oh, but you need an episode title, don't you? I don't know. I'm learning more about podcasts every every time <laughs> I speak to you. So um, yeah. 
Alex, thank you so, so much for coming on Lockdown Booty Calls. I've had a it's lot a of fun pleasure. chatting to you and you've shared some real nuggets of wisdom as well. So thanks again. All the best for the future. Thank you. And I hope to speak to you soon. And everyone listening and watching, please go and check out all of Alex's music. It really is fantastic and worth a listen to. This is a lockdown. Booty call.